the WellWise white paper as an audio series. Understanding Workplace Wellbeing 2.0, a strategically integrated approach and how to master it. Episode one, introduction and executive summary. It would be rare to find a leader today who is not aware of the rising consciousness and expectations surrounding workplace wellbeing. However, despite decades of activity, increased investment and maturing understanding, surprisingly few organisations have moved beyond yoghurt and yoga to develop and implement a properly resourced and integrated wellbeing strategy at the highest level. Given this, it cannot be surprising that levels of employee wellbeing remain stubbornly low and many workplace wellbeing programmes are failing to deliver the gains that were promised. The teams leading workplace wellbeing often exhibit heroic levels of enthusiasm, energy and commitment, yet they may struggle to measure and demonstrate the true impact of their initiatives. This is, at least in part, because organisations are frequently unclear or divided about what they are trying to achieve. In most organisations, well-being is delivered as a standalone programme, a well-meaning but sporadic exercise in nudging individuals to improve their own physical and mental health. This bolt-on approach to well-being misses out on a wealth of opportunities and benefits that a more strategic and integrated approach could be delivering. Meanwhile, poor workplace well-being remains commonplace. This is despite the abundance of evidence that clearly demonstrates a wide range of negative effects on individuals, organisations and wider society. The case for optimised organisational well-being has strengthened substantially in the last decade, with many credible studies demonstrating that employees with high levels of well-being can have a direct positive impact on the bottom line. Reduced absenteeism, presenteeism, leaveism and staff turnover can yield significant cost savings, while improved customer service, creativity and innovation offer opportunities for powerful competitive advantage. In addition, employees with high levels of well-being are more likely to be engaged, collaborative and resilient. In a world of rapid and complex change, these attributes are proving to be increasingly critical. In short, poor well-being is not only a substantial cost to organisations, but also an opportunity missed. Taking a genuinely strategic and integrated approach to well-being will, if done well, pay compounding dividends. This paper shares the latest research and thinking on workplace well-being from inside our practice at Wellwise. We identify and explore some of the common symptoms and causes of struggling workplace well-being by drawing together findings from the latest academic and applied research. This enables us to demonstrate the extraordinary transformations that can be achieved. We have sprinkled a few case studies throughout to demonstrate the impressive bottom line benefits existing organisations have already achieved, which we hope will inspire confidence to take another look at how to optimise workplace wellbeing in your organisation. Through this paper, we aim to share with you a more effective and integrated approach to workplace wellbeing, an approach that seeks to optimise both individual wellbeing and organisational performance. Embedded within this 
is a clear alignment of the needs of an organization's people, its culture, and its broader competitive strategy. As with any strategic initiative, achieving real results requires sharp insight, tangible goals, careful planning, thoughtful implementation, and frequent measurement, evaluation, and improvement. It needs and deserves a strategic investment mindset. The prize is the opportunity to unleash the enormous untapped potential of any organization's greatest assets, its people. Executive summary, a truth. Current approaches to workplace wellbeing are consistently failing to deliver impact. The COVID-19 pandemic has highlighted that wellbeing is key to organizational resilience and adaptability, increasing the impetus to focus on it. However, many leaders are at a loss as to where to start, especially when having to navigate through to a new normal, assessing what that looks like for their unique organization. Current workplace wellbeing programs are often focused on a few limited issues and fail to engage employees. Despite good intentions, increased investment and decades of effort, levels of workplace wellbeing are simply not improving, and many indicators suggest things are actually getting worse. For a long time, well-being has largely been about encouraging individuals to take better care of themselves and providing them with some guidance and resources to support these changes. Most organisations have failed to turn the mirror on themselves and assess what they are doing that compromises the well-being of the organisation itself and its employees, thus undermining their investment. Workplace well-being plays a key role in attracting and retaining talent. This is especially true for millennials and Gen Z, for whom it is now an expectation, not a bonus. These generations also need to see authenticity and commitment from leaders and will be quick to identify and criticise well-washing practices. A truth. Well-being is not a cost but a key driver of the bottom line. There is strong evidence that an integrated strategic investment approach to well-being that aligns with cultural context and commercial goals is the most effective way to improve the well-being of individuals and create competitive advantage. Employees with high levels of well-being are more engaged, innovative, creative and productive as well as being less likely to leave the organisation. Organisations with a talent pool with high levels of well-being are more resilient, adaptable and profitable. They enjoy a stronger brand, customer loyalty and better stock market performance in addition to lower levels of turnover, absenteeism and presenteeism. A truth. Integrated well-being looks and feels completely different. While there is a place for individual wellness interventions, such as yoga and stress management classes, the effectiveness of these alone is limited. They will not be the primary focus of a well-planned, integrated and optimised workplace well-being strategy 
which is designed to drive results. There is no one-size-fits-all solution for improving well-being in the workplace or anywhere else, but there are common factors and essential ingredients present in successful strategies. A failure to understand and apply these puts your organisation behind the curve. Well-being should be understood as a function that affects every aspect of an organisation. It requires the right personnel, skills and knowledge as well as a collaborative approach across the board. Considering how and where to manage well-being within an organisation will be critical to how efficiently and effectively improvements can be achieved. Realising the bottom line benefits of optimised well-being demands that the challenge be approached with the same rigour and discipline as any other strategic investment. It should not be regarded as an add-on or an employee benefit.